When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to your Buckeye Talk headlines for the week of February 8th. It's Doug Maurice from Cleveland.com. Try the text 614-350-3315. We still have stuff happening in the offseason. Read Cleveland.com slash OSU and listen to Buckeye Talk five days a week, Tuesday through Saturday. And then on Mondays, we drop these five Ohio State football headlines. Here we go. With the second National Signing Day period behind us, Ohio State now turning its attention to the class of 2022 in recruiting. Ohio State still one big name out there, JT Tumalau, defensive lineman from Washington, one of the top 10 players in the country, still considering where he's going to sign in Ohio State, certainly in the running for that. But moving on to 2022, Ohio State currently with the number one ranked class in the country for next year's recruits. 10 recruits so far in that class, headlined by the number one player in the country, the number one quarterback, Quinn Ewers, out of Texas. Also part of that, Jaheim Singletary, a cornerback who is another five-star, the number 10 overall player in the country. Receiver Caleb Burton from Texas. Top receiver, number 14 overall player, another five-star. Ohio linebacker Gabe Powers. Another Ohio linebacker in C.J. Hicks. Another linebacker with Ohio roots. He plays in Kansas. It's Desan McCullough. Then Jair Brown, cornerback from Ohio. Tegra Tashabola, offensive lineman from Ohio. And then two tight ends, Benji Gosnell and Bennett Christian. So those are the 10 players in Ohio State's class. Again, number one in the country right now. This might be a smaller class for Ohio State in the class of 2022. So with 10 players, they might be about halfway there. This might not be because of just the numbers they have on the roster right now. This might not be one of those 25 or 26 player classes. With 10 in, they could be about halfway there. And that's what we're going to focus on covering. And Ohio State's going to focus on finishing off over the next 10 months or so. So make sure you're reading cleveland.com slash OSU for all your Ohio State recruiting coverage. Ohio State has made some changes on its coaching staff. This is Doug Maurice of Cleveland.com. With the retirement of Greg Madison, the co-defensive coordinator who worked with outside linebackers, Ryan Day did some reshuffling, but all within the program. They made Kerry Combs as a result of this. He is no longer the secondary coach. He is just the defensive coordinator. So he will oversee everybody, but no longer have that position responsibility. That's possible because Matt Barnes, who was previously the assistant secondary coach and special teams coach, he's now the secondary coach. So Matt Barnes was a full-time assistant, but is moving up the ranks in terms of his group and the importance he plays on the staff. And then Parker Fleming, who was a quality control staffer. That means you're not a full-time assistant. You're on the staff, but you're not one of the full 10 assistants. He is now a full assistant. He's a special teams coach. So Parker Fleming moves up. Matt Barnes moves up. Kerry Combs gets to focus on being the defensive coordinator. No outside hires to replace Greg Madison on the defensive side of the ball. Ryan Day said he likes to promote from within, and he's certainly proven that with his last couple hires. To read all about Ohio State football every day, check out cleveland.com slash OSU. Next around the corner for Ohio State football, the start of spring football practice. And Ryan Day said last week that it should be somewhat normal. Of course, last year, the pandemic started spreading around the United States in the middle of spring football practice. So Ohio State only got a handful of practices in before everything was shut down. But Ryan Day said last week on National Signing Day, we're hoping we can play the spring game, possibly the April 17th weekend, which is where it's scheduled right now. That's Saturday, April 17th, and probably start the middle of March with four weeks of spring ball, Day said. That quote, that's not set in stone. 
stone right now, but that's what we're targeting. So that would be a fairly normal plan for Ohio State spring football. Again, the NCAA rules 15 practices in the spring. The spring game counts as one of them. One of the things Ryan Day said is they might do more like two spring games. The spring game really is for the fans, but the idea of having a game atmosphere in Ohio Stadium for all these young players who are in, for these players who did not get as much experience last year because of the pandemic, because of not playing a full schedule, because of not playing in front of anything close to a full stadium. Ryan Day may look to replicate that game day experience more during the spring than he normally would. But that's where we are, potentially about a month away from the start of spring football practice if things go as planned. One thing, of course, that's different than a year ago when spring football was shut down is football teams now know how to play through a pandemic. They know how to practice through a pandemic. So we all have our fingers crossed that things will begin to get better around the country and around the world for a lot of different reasons. But that will also affect what Ohio State can do with spring football. But they've also learned a lot since the last time they've tried to play spring football and had to shut that down. Get ready for it. Cleveland.com will help you get ready for it. Make sure you're reading cleveland.com slash OSU and listen to Buckeye Talk five days a week. Another NFL award for former Ohio State defender, Doug Lamarice of Cleveland.com, Chase Young, the Associated Press NFL Defensive Rookie of the Year. No surprise, seven and a half sacks in his rookie year for Washington, number two pick in the draft last year, first defensive player off the board, so he should win it, right? Easier said than done. But a great year for Chase Young and continues this line of Ohio State NFL rookies. 2016, defensive end Joey Bosa with the Chargers, AP Defensive Rookie of the Year. 2017, cornerback Marshawn Lattimore with the Saints, AP Defensive Rookie of the Year. 2019, Nick Bosa, defensive end with the 49ers, AP Defensive Rookie of the Year. And now, 2020, it's Chase Young's turn. Four out of five for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Larry Johnson, come on, man. Larry Johnson, Ohio State defensive line coach, getting it done with the Bosa brothers and Chase Young. We all kind of saw Chase Young as the next in line for that. So I think any Ohio State fan, certainly not surprised by Chase Young winning this award. For more about Buckeyes and the NFL and Buckeyes and Columbus, make sure you're reading cleveland.com slash OSU. Ohio State saw one assistant coach leave this staff with the retirement of Greg Madison this offseason. Could another leave? This is Doug Lamarice of Cleveland.com. Al Washington, the linebackers coach hired from Michigan by Ryan Day for the 2019 season. So two seasons in at Ohio State, according to Football Scoop, is being targeted by Tennessee as its potential next defensive coordinator. Tennessee just went under a West, just underwent a coaching change. Uh, Josh Heupel, the new head coach at Tennessee, and now Washington, an up-and-comer, certainly at the position as a recruiter, as a developer of talent. He's a Columbus native. He'd worked at Cincinnati. He worked at Michigan. He had played at Boston College while Ryan Day was there, so he certainly made sense as a hire for Ryan Day and for him to kind of come home to Columbus to coach for the Ohio State Buckeyes, but he's also a young coach on the rise. He does not have a coordinator title here. He is the linebacker's coach. Ohio State does not have a co-defensive coordinator. So it would be a title, it would be responsibility, and it would certainly be a raise for Al Washington to go be potentially a defensive coordinator at Tennessee. He was scheduled to make $515,000 as his base salary at Ohio State. Man, if you're going to go be a defensive coordinator in the SEC, you can imagine you're getting up close to a million dollars per year at least. So Ohio State will have to see Al Washington's level of interest here. Would Ohio State try to do something to try to keep him? Certainly we will monitor this story. You know, this is how it works with assistant coaches, you want assistant coaches that other schools are interested in. If you have an assistant coach that never gets any other offers, maybe you don't have a great assistant coach. So that's how this works. But certainly Al Washington has done a very good job in Columbus and the Buckeyes want him here as long as possible. For that story and much more, read cleveland.com slash OSU and listen to Buckeye Talk Tuesday through Saturday. I'm Doug Maurice.